Happy Mother's Day on behalf of the Willing to Go Ham podcast. Myself, the host. You know who this is, though. The voice is self-explanatory. So, um, before we get started, obviously, um, I want to say this. Shout out to all the wonderful mothers out there that are out there doing their thing, making things happen, making miracles, turning rocks into miracles, lemon into lemonade, however it is that you want to... However that you guys want to say it, moms are very magical, man. Um, moms make the world go round, especially great moms, great mothers. And I'm fortunate enough to have one of those great mothers in my possession and is here with me on this earth. My condolences to everybody out there um, who isn't able to celebrate Mother's Day. You can still celebrate Mother's Day, but obviously um, your mother may not be here physically or if there's a, a rift between you guys, um, and you know whatever's going on with that, I, my my condolences. Honestly, I lost some great women in my life as well. One of them being my my aunt. Um, she was a wonderful woman for sure. My grandmother, who, who was the, the just the rock of our entire family, and she set the tone. And it's unfortunate that this is this is going to be another almost oh man we're talking twelve years. That she um that she hasn't been here with us. And um with my aunt, it's been it's been a it's been a couple years since she's been since she's been gone as well. So um my prayers are going out to everybody that's struggling on this day. I understand it's tough. And um my prayers are with you guys. So Mother's Day. You know, I'm not sure if I really went into too much detail. <laughs> about um my situation with my mom and for those who don't know um I see everybody else that's posting the reason why I don't post I'm not posting this mother's day is because you know I have all like I have all these pictures saved up I have all this these captions and these quotes things I want to talk about things I want to say but then I thought to myself I have a platform where I can voice, I can voice all this, you know. Now, of course, if you guys are the ones out, out there that are posting, by all means, post away. But I want to do something different. My, I feel like words, when you hear captions, when you hear words being said, it, it hits different. And it feels different when I get to talk. After all, that's why I have a podcast. Um... I think that, you know, my mom is somebody who who has made many um, big sacrifices in her life, which is what led me to be the man that I am today. You know, I remember early on, vaguely remember my mom dropping me off at my grandparents for about almost about a about a year and a half, maybe about a year or so. So she could go to school. Um, things with her and my pops obviously didn't work out. So. Um, in moments that I needed her the most, she was there. Now, of course, you know, the circumstances were a little bit different. I won't go into the details about that, but, you know, I love my dad too, but I made this podcast about my mom, obviously it's Mother's Day. So, you know, she became, she becomes a nurse or she had a goal to become a nurse. And after that, she, um, she ends up going to Park University at some point. And I remember helping her study with flashcards. I remember seeing these big ass books downstairs in our den area. So she's trying to 
do her clinical hours and she's doing excessive amounts of studying. I remember even going to Park University with her so she can go in for the study, uh, a study. Was it a study group or some sort of a study thing that she was doing? And I just uh, remember sitting in the corner just being bored all the time, you know, but I didn't know that this would lead to the life that, you know, where I could lead a better life. I could live a better life. And she was leading it. And in between all that, I remember my mom, you know, my mom is a very, you know, she calls herself Foxy Brown. <laughs> oh, Foxy Brown. And, um, you know, she, she, you know, even in, in back then, I mean, it was it was crazy. Guys used to go crazy over her. You know, um, I remember I had a daycare. I was I used to stay in daycare or after school. I think it was called uh, not kid zone. It was called something else, but it was an after school program when I went to Warford Elementary. And I remember a lot of uh, we had a we had a janitor there by the name of Randy. And Randy would always tell me, like, hey, man, tell your mom I gave you some candy, man. You know, he was like, is your mom, is your mom, Whitney? Is your mama with anybody? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, ask your mama, man. Tell the Randy said hello. And like when my mom would come up to the school, he would, uh, <laughs> Miss Lisa, how you doing, Miss Lisa? You know, she's like, hi, Randy, how's it going? And he's like, uh, you know, you got a fine young man. You did a great job raising him. You know, he's like, you know, he was just kissing my mom's ass. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, he, he was doing the most. And my mom wasn't trying to fall for that. My mom already, she knew, she knew what was up. And uh, yeah, it was annoying having to like, you know, I remember my mom, you know, and of course a lot of guys would, you know, my mom would, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say my mom was running foodie calls on people, but I mean, there wasn't a date that my mom went on that I wasn't there for. She always made sure that I was always included. So, of course, you know, if she, she ate free, I got to eat free, too. You know what I'm saying? So she, you know, and I do, back then, it wasn't that big of a deal. Dating with an intent was way different, you know. Um, but I was around for all that kind of craziness and, you know, stuff like that. And um, in between that time, though, she found time to study, you know, so she really prioritized that and she would spend hours upon hours doing that. So eventually she ends up meeting my stepdad. And uh, that was probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me and her, you know, getting to join a household with him. And eventually she graduates from Park University, went to work. I think she was working at Research Medical. And then she ends up at the University of Kansas Health System. And she's been one of the longest tenured nurses there. Um, I remember going to her graduation. I'm sure there's a picture somewhere of me and her in this picture and back in like oh one. So and and you know, and after that, the I mean everything was just kind of smooth sailing, obviously. Um, you know, at the age of ten I became a big brother to my little brother, Zach, and then um Sydney was born and then Talon was born and the rest is history. And I've noticed that like every She's always managed to improve, you know, she's always man. That's something that I wish. Well, not that I wish that I, that I want to follow in those footsteps of her work ethic and her passion for her kids and passion to be uh, a good, a good partner and, and wife to my stepdad. Um, I think it's it's truly something that's admirable. You know, I. You know, at 23, I wasn't, I, I, of course, I didn't have a kid, but my mom had no choice but to grow up. 23, I wasn't even thinking about all that. But my mom learned to prioritize and make things, um, put things in proper perspective. You know, and I wish I could be a lot more like her in that aspect, but I turned out okay. <laughs> I turned out just fine, you know. But she, um, she's my hero, you know, um. 
without question. And, and you know, I, I understand, you know, mama's boy this, da 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 da. It's Mother's Day, man. Get off my dick, all right? <laughs> um, just the, the watching her being by her side, take charge, and still, you know, and obviously me and my siblings, we grew up a little bit different. Um, you know, be, being the firstborn, definitely a gift and a curse because you can see it all, you know, and um, the, the gift, I think, is that I can, I can give my opinions and I can foreshadow things that happened for my siblings. That way I can, I, I kind of felt like I was a third parent because I could understand, I was always in between because my mom would, you know, there's a way my mom was obviously the parent, but I could kind of like take my siblings aside whenever I could and, uh, you know, instill, or even right now, just instill a different type of wisdom. I'm, I'm not raising them, you know, but still, I can instill wisdom in my mom that maybe, and maybe translate it in a different way so they don't take it a certain way. Cause you know, parents and kids butt heads all the time, but, um, she was always supportive and she is supportive. She's there for me for my first, uh, first football game. She was there for me when I walked across that stage, um, at graduation. She was there for me when I, uh, walked across the stage again, when I graduated from Maple. And sometimes, you know, I feel like I, one of the things that I struggle with the most, and she's told me this before, because there's a, there's a, there's always a stigma, you know, and maybe this is an unpopular thing to say, but there's always a stigma within the black community about how we got to give, you know, we got to get mom a house, we got to get mom this, we got to get mama bins, and make no mistake about it, I, those are things that. And I'm not saying that's a negative stigma. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that moms don't deserve that. Make, please don't. Let's not get that twisted. But my mom told me once, she said to me, because I said, you know, I felt like I was a failure in the way that my life was going. I just like, I couldn't get her the things that I, she wanted, to, that she deserved. She used to love talking about getting a Murano and she lo- used to love talking about getting all, talking about getting all this stuff. And I'd be like, okay, um, you know, someday I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you out. She's like, I don't need a house. I have that. I don't need a car. I can buy that. You know, I, she was like, how I know, like, the only way that you can make me proud or make me happy is knowing that you that you can sustain a lifestyle and maintain a household on your own with the things that I've taught you. That's how I know that I've been a great parent. That's how I know that I've fulfilled my purpose in life to be your mother. And that was one of the most beautiful things that I've ever heard. Now, of course, if the if my pockets allowed it, oh, best believe she'd get that Murano tomorrow. She'd get it right now after this podcast. But she never put the pressure on me to be something at the for the sake of her gaining something. She wants me to be successful in my own ilk, in my own path of life. And that's something that she's instilled in each and every one of my siblings after me. And that, um, That's what allows me to keep going. 
you know, someday I want to be able in the near future, I want to be able to give her grandchildren because I know that the kids that I have someday will love her. And it's unfortunate because, you know, knock on wood, life has a crazy way of changing. And it'd be a shame if I if I now, of course, I'm in no rush to just give my mom a kid or a grandchild. <laughs> it has to be with the right person. But that soon will come. And I just hope and pray, you know, good things and enjoy the present times. Um, barring health, barring injury, barring any accident that she's around to see that. Now, of course, it may not be me that gives her her first, her first grandchild. It could be one of my siblings. You know, I hope it's not that long, you know, but um, um, I know she'll be an awesome grandmother someday. And um, that's a great joy. It'd be a great joy for her. So that's why I bust my ass all the time. And I work so hard not to give her a grandchild, but um, to lead the life that I want to live, you know. Because I think she deserves the world. And although I can't give her the solar system, I at least want to give her a piece. At least give her a star. That's what I want. And rather than to make it my goal, the older I've gotten, the older I've gotten, the, the more she's put an emphasis on no longer trying to make her proud because she's done her part after I turned 18. She's managed to keep me off the streets. Managed to keep me off the pole. <laughs> yes, there are male strippers. But it's about not only making her proud, but it's about making myself a priority and making myself proud and being happy with the life that I lived. And oftentimes I forget to do that, to be proud of myself at the progress that I've made and know that I can always advance and do better. Um, it's a 1% thing. Now I'm not getting any younger, but... Anything is possible from now from now until a year and a half. A lot can change. And I want to make sure that that does change. And I want her to be here for that, to see what her son is going to build, what her son is going to create. And I couldn't be more blessed to have her for another Mother's Day. We're actually supposed to go to Fogo de Chao on Wednesday. Couldn't take her today. She's got to work. I have to work tonight, too. But Fogo Day Child is going to be the move. <laughs> It'd be funny if she tries to put that leg of lamb in, in a lamb in a, in a, in a, tin, in a what's that called? In a, not tinfoil, in saran wrapping. <laughs> tries to take that back with her for a snack later. But... Mom, if you're listening, and I'm sure you will listen to this, I just want to tell you that I love you, I appreciate you, I cherish you, and there isn't a day that goes by that I don't, I don't think about the sacrifices that you've made, the lessons that you've instilled in me, the damn near unconditional love. Now, of course, I wasn't easy to raise by any stretch of the word, but you made it easy. You make it look easy because you're a superhero. And uh, I love you.
Willing to Go Ham Podcast signing off. Happy Mother's Day again to all the wonderful mothers out there. You guys are the greatest.